Welcome to Spark of Faith. This is your host, Kristen Fitch. Each day on the show, I'll be bringing you words of encouragement and stories that are inspiring and will lift you up and provide you with hope to go into your day and just feel a little lighter, a little more hopeful. And on occasion, we'll bring on guests and talk about great and important topics about gathering together and fellowship and faith and how we can just be more beautiful, loving humans. Here we go. Let's get started. Hi, friends. Today, I actually want to talk about uh, the glamorization of busyness, of hurry, just feeling unsettled, feeling like life is so stressful. And I know there's another way. I know that you probably often, maybe daily feel this. And I have so been there and I still get those days. Although I have found that working through this, I am getting better at it. I'm getting better at slowing down. I'm getting better at asking questions about, is this truly what I want? Is this is this experience or going and doing uh, something or is cooking that meal, whatever it might be, like, is this going to um, better my life, better someone else's life? Is this time that's well spent on the soul level? And I, some time ago, I mean, it might've been a year ago, I was listening to the Made for This podcast and it was, let's see, Jenny Allen and Pastor John Mark Comer. And they're actually talking about uh, our lives, uh, all the things we have in it, right? There's just so much noise, our smartphones and advertising and electronics. There's the busyness of our schedules and traffic. And he, at the time, had a new book come out called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. But then he shares a quote by another pastor, John Hortberg, who said, I love it how he explained this. He basically said, like, there's the surface level, right? Like, logistically what's going on. But then he said, there's this undercurrent at the heart layer. Um, In other words, what's below the surface that you're really longing for that you want? And does your life kind of align, right? Like your, your logistical and the surface level things that you're committing to, does it really align with your soul? Does it really align with the life you want? And I want to share this um, quote that he said, or these words. Hurry isn't just a sign of a disordered schedule. It's a sign of a disordered heart. And I thought that was, I mean, wow, I wrote it down in my journal because it really kind of hit me. And I don't think so many of us really take the time to slow down and consider that. I think we just believe that our schedules, we have no choices over them. We have no control, you know, oh, I have, I'm so busy at work. And then I have to take the kids, you know, to their activities. And then I have to do, you know, all my obligations at home and maybe at church or uh, volunteering or whatever it might be. Maybe you have a sick parent or a child that has, you know, special needs or whatever it might be that every minute of your day feels committed for you before you even think about it. But I would just say uh, what I loved about the episode, that podcast episode was um, the pastor basically explained how he, even as a pastor, they, they made some hard choices and they redesigned the life they were living for what they wanted. So from what I recall, it has been some time. I think he went from a church that kind of served a much bigger area to being more of a very localized church, you know, trying to really live in the community that they were, was really within walking distance and really building on those connections and that sense of community right around them, instead of it being so big and broad, 
because that's hard, right? To grow community. It's hard to grow in those relationships when we're so spread out. There's nothing wrong with the other way. It's just, we can find ourselves overwhelmed. And, you know, obviously God talks to us about that. We don't have to feel that way, that things should be slower and we, you know, shouldn't be that stressed out yet. We find ourselves in that place. And I do love, I love two different um, things I want to share with you that I think really speak to this idea. And it speaks to, you know, maybe we really do kind of need to check our schedules. Maybe we really do need to assess what our priorities are. What do our days look like and how can we decide to adjust them, you know, change them over time to align more with what our values are and what we want for our family. So the first one I want to share, Proverbs 12, 25 says, an anxious heart weighs a man down, but a kind word cheers him up. Once again, we need this constant, right, filling up. We need to rewater, if you will, kind of our soul. I think that's so poignant and it's a good reminder for us. And then the other one is Psalm 94, 19. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. So once again, if we just make time, right, for scripture, for God's word, time to slow down and have that uh, time in prayer and reflection, often, at least for me, my day goes so much better. I find that I'm more patient and I don't get irritated or as frazzled as easily. So that's the other thing I'd say to you. I surely don't, even though I try to do time and prayer and devotion in the mornings, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm, you know, running a business. Do, does that always happen in every season and every day? No, it does not. But do I find that when I make the time and I actually put it on my calendar as a commitment, right, to myself, as a commitment to my relationship with God, it's so much better because I've started my day with that practice. And actually, there's a great quote that says something like, the um, things that you make a priority in the morning, you will always get done, right? Because they're the first things you do in the day. As our day goes on, it's easy for things that we say, oh, I want to go do this. The day ends, right? We, we run out a day before we run out of a list, right? We run out a day before we run out of all the things we could do. And so I would just tell you, you know, one, do try to make time in your schedule for this quiet time for prayer, or at least even reading one small um, verse or scripture. And, uh, but the main thing is, is are we really actually creating the life we want because we're slowing down and we're really asking ourselves or we're asking, you know, us and our significant other, if we're married and our spouse, what is it that we want? What is it about our life that's busy that we could cut? You know, are we spending time on the things that are most important to us? And those things may not line up right now. And we may then have this conflict between what our schedule looks like and where we feel this um, uneasiness in our heart. And so for, for today, I would just tell you, take some time and do that exercise. You know, what are the things that are life-giving in your life that you want to keep doing and you know are so rich and valuable and important in your life, in your Christian journey? And then I would ask you which things, you know, make another list on your or another column on your page. And what are the things that are most life training? What are the things that you could say no to? What are the things that you could do less often? 
You know, are you overextended? You know, do your kids have 16 different activities when really two would suffice, you know, per season? What is it? You know, so it doesn't mean we're not we're not saying no always. We're saying no today or no for this season. There'll be another season or time when we have more uh, bandwidth to do other things or feel called to do other things. So that's it. I would do that exercise and I would I would say take some time, you know, don't just do it in one session write it and then come back to it a day or two later and see how it sits with you. And then start making some small changes, you know, and see how that feels. But I think you'll be shocked at how much better you feel in your life and how much more you actually really can live, you know, that slowed down life that that really we're told about in the Bible. So that is it. I know that is a work in progress in my own life. But I hope that you will take the time to do the same in your life if you haven't done that yet. And I just want to wrap up with words from, let's see, Jerusalem Jackson Greer in her book, At Home in This Life. She is talking about Jeremiah 4.14. Uh, these are her words, though, but I like in the context of our com- of the conversation today, kind of, you know, how it aligns. She says, balance isn't a matter of getting what we think will make us happy. It is about cultivating a grateful and present heart right where we are. So I hope in your own life, you will look at, is there anything you can eliminate that will let you have more peace, more, you know, joy and a more grateful heart and just be able to be present and very much participating in your life and in your fellowship. So that's it. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks again for listening to Spark of Faith. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. So thanks again. And we send a daily little encouragement email as well. Just go to sparkoffaith.com and enter your email address. And we would love to encourage you in your inbox as well. 